SF was chalked for me. Like the moment I like got out of this building, I took a left straight 90 degree incline. I was like, <laughs> how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes I'm Haran, I'm back with Christian. And as you guys know, we're both two tech grads. So it's only right that we have two UVA grads come on this podcast, you know, to help battle out the differences. Um, but yeah, returning to the podcast, we have Karkar, oh, Abhishek Karkar, Obi, he goes by Obi now, but we still call him Karkar. <laughs> and um, we have a new guest, uh, his name is Vinny. Um, first, I'll let Karkar introduce himself and then Vinny can go. All right. Um, what's up, everyone? Uh, hello to all the podcast watchers. Um, <laughs> some of y'all who watch religiously may remember me. I was on the podcast a little while ago. Um, I will be honest. I don't remember what I discussed last time, but I know I had a great time. So I'm very excited to be back uh, and share our casual thoughts with all y'all. Glad to have you back. Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, like Haran said, two UVA grads going up with, with our fellow tech people. Uh, it's my first time out here on this uh, podcast vibe. So getting, I'm uh, looking forward to getting into it and discussing hopefully something interesting <laughs> i thought we go for the listeners <laughs> but yeah uh also you guys are and, and me are all i've done are doing our masters right now that's pretty interesting Vinny, what are you doing your masters in i think Kalkar talked about his masters last time but yeah yeah so i started doing my uh, masters in uh, data science right after i graduated school so i started work and uh the masters at the same time so i just recently finished up just like you in uh, this past spring Oh, you finished as well. I didn't know. So, oh, con- yeah, oh, congratulations. So this is the first summer in like forever where I have like nothing to do after like work. So it's a, it's, a, it's a good feeling. Yeah. How's that, how's that balance of like work and masters? Is there a balance? I mean, I mean, the first year was like peak COVID. So like, it's not like there was anything going around. Like there's yeah. no like, oh, I'm missing out on something. Like it's just like go do work. And then like whenever I want to, I just flip over to the school yeah. a little bit and it was the first year so it wasn't too bad it was only really bad like the spring when everything was like popping outdoors and like it was nice outside and you had to do things but then you're like oh, i can't do go i have to study for this exam <laughs> but yeah so it's only bad that time but hmm. Wait, so you, it's okay it was only one semester so you worked and did your master's and still finished in two years yeah Damn, that's, that's fucking crazy. Go, absolutely go. The summer, like not this, like last summer was when I, I took like an extra class just so I could like do it in two years. And I was like mm. two and I messed up too. Like I was supposed to like take like one like super easy class and then like pair it up with like the normal. Mm-hmm. But I just choked on the selection, just chose two like core classes. And I was, oh, shit. I was, I was devastated. Like, I did not see <laughs> I did not see grasp, but not for the not for playing video games. Karkar, <laughs> <laughs> hey, last time you were on, you were still doing your masters. So, what, what was the the like end sort of that process for you? Um, it was I think the last time I was on, it was like towards the beginning of it. Um, right. Maybe like my first semester out of the three. Mm. Uh, it was you know it, back then it was going good because it was pretty light, and I was also still at home. But mm. um, as I kind of went back to Charlottesville. It was fun at first, but definitely like the hype died down a little bit. Um, yeah. It felt it felt more like being stuck there rather than mm. uh, kind of like enjoying and going through masters. But I mean, overall, I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, mm. I learned a lot, and even though you know I'm not really in um, like that biomedical field right now, 
Mm -hmm. I'm still glad that I went through that experience, um, got through that, found out that I wasn't really into that, um, field. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, now I'm in software, so it's a pretty big switch, but, um, I think going through that master's and the whole experience of like going to grad school really helped me, um, like honestly learn how to learn and like become more professional. That's the big thing, uh, is becoming more professional. It was a good experience for that. Um, and you know, I, I was in Charlottesville for a good amount of time. The homies came down a lot, like over the summer, (laughs) Uh, yeah. when I was stuck there, that was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of people visited then, and then people came back in the fall too. So it wasn't like all mm-hmm. boring or anything, had right. some friends there as well. Um, so I made the best of it and it, you know, it ended up being a pretty awesome experience. Nice. Nice. You had some chill roommates too. Yes, sir. <laughs> no roommate stories. No. <laughs> well, um, probably should not keep, share keep in touch. Here, so keep in touch. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep in touch with your roommates. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, should probably not be discussing this here. <laughs> okay, no. well, uh, plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the fifth. I'll take the fifth on that for sure, <laughs> without a doubt. But yeah, as I mentioned, and you guys talked about, uh, you both went to UVA for undergrad. Um, how did you guys meet? Like, was it uh, any like funny stories or any like funny first impressions of each other? Uh, let me see when I first met Carcar. Man, that was a long time I, ago. It had to be like. My first vivid memory of Car Car was, what was that? Uh, like late night, like food near crows, 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 crows. Yeah, crows, sir. Him and him and uh, Shrieker. <laughs> yeah, it was. They were they were the duo like all of fall semester. They just came in, just they were just fiending. I've never seen one person pick up that much junk food before in my life as much as like, Car Car that dude that day. It was like. Ladies, that was like that was like half my ice cream. Whenever I visited UVA, mm. we'd just be getting quoted to Car and Shrieker. <laughs> I mean the the meal swipe getting the it's a good meal for, for that night. Yeah, but that's when I was like, "Yo, who is this guy just going off on this <laughs> <laughs> right now?" At, and then like, well, we got, obviously it's like the like when we had like the ISA general body meeting or whatever. Like mm. the intro is like, "Oh, meet meet." your class or whatever and like that's when everyone's like oh that's like this that's mythos cousin and that's what everyone was called that's what, how i knew him for a little bit uh mythos cousin i like afc boss basketball and yeah the rest is history true we all also met up with like vicky and stuff yeah so that was our mutual friend too so that's how we mm. came closer yeah i still remember like um i still remember seeing Vinny and like the rest of the guys from my year um at crow it's like like though, I think that's the first time for sure that uh, we met. It was pretty funny because like Shrieker and I would like like Vinny said, Shrieker and I would always show up. You know, we would be a, uh, in a state, if you will, um, <laughs> <laughs> showing up to Crows at night at like nine or ten every single night. We'd be down in a meal while we're waiting in line to pay for the second meal that we've got in our hands. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, we're <laughs> that should tell you which state they were in. <laughs> yeah, I believe the fifth. Uh, I believe the fifth. <laughs> and not to mention the uh not to mention the ben and jerry's pints and the chocolate milk that's stuffed into our backpacks uh, free of charge of course shout out yeah, to you for that <laughs> shout out to our homies the, the jimmy fallon late night cookie dough jimmy fallon the goat for first year bro yeah yeah late night yeah. snack I'm not yeah, it was like some it was like some partnership. It was like some flavor that gotcha. he had. It was like some partnership. It was it was goaded for real. <laughs> different. It hits different when you're in that state, bro. 
<laughs> takes you to that different dimension, if you know what I'm saying. Harlan, imagine Karkar in that state, but imagine he went to D2 at Tech. Ooh, dude, he would actually pop off. Dude, bro, don't the D2 tempt raps. me, bro. The D2 don't raps, tempt bro. me, dude. Oh, uh, man. There were times when Karkar would come to Tech and D2, he would just, he had to go to D2. We, I think collectively, I went to D2 probably like eight times my entire time at Tech. But every time Quackard came, he was like, yo, we got to go to D2. <laughs> if, you have, if you don't know what D2 is, it's one of the dining halls of tech. And it's just an unlimited, like it's a buffet, pretty much buffet style. You just swipe in and then you can just eat whatever the fuck you want. And then like you can also get like. That's like UVS style of dining halls, though. Like that's not yeah. Or usually yeah. like, for us. Like, yeah, we, we only have one of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all of ours are like that, except the food is just spectacularly big. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> bad. So bad, bro. <laughs> But I'm so sad I never got to go to tech. Yeah, I mean, every time like, I tried to go, it never worked there's out. Some good things there, but yeah, food, I, food is pretty good at tech. I just yeah. wanted to try the food for the hype, you know. Like that's that's the thing. Like senior year, everyone's talking about like tech. They're like, "Yo, it's in Blacksburg," but the food is insane. Wait, Vinny, did you ever come to tech? I've never came like while we were in school because like it never yeah. worked out. Yeah, but I came like senior year, so gotcha. Mm. That was it. That's why I wish I came though. I would say the food is like it's better than other college food, but as far as like the general mm. world of food, it's like a little bit mm. better than mid. It's it's yeah. it's decent. That's all you that, need. That's it. Like yeah, that's all you had, need. Yeah, we yeah. had like two or three spots that we would go to like all the time, and that was enough to like get us by. Yeah. Hey man, yeah. just take me to DP Do's, bro. Just take me to DP Do's. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just don't take me to that diner, bro. Oh, cheesy oh, egg. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. don't ever don't remind me of that car is that type of person where if he tries like that one random food that just like hits in that spot he'll oh. crave it for like the next five oh bro. for sure dude <laughs> that's that's my restaurant bro i don't know if you, you know the story Vinny, but one time the car car came to tech and him and Anand, they were i don't know i got like a two-for-one promotion at this place called dp dough they sell pizzas and they sell calzones <laughs> and so you get oh, like two-for-one calzones right and bro i swear between Karkar, Anna, me, Haran, and like maybe one or two other people. I think we ordered maybe like 20 calzones that weekend. We just like went the fuck off. And it was cheap. It was a good deal. Like, it, yeah, to be fair, really like it was a good deal. No, so. nothing, hits, nothing hits more than a good deal on some good food. Oh. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Forget like, the food. I just want the deals. Dog. Forget <laughs> the food. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, getting getting back to UVA. Um, last time you were on Coco, we were talking about like dance comps and like what you were organizing with ECS over there. But Vinny himself was also on a dance team. Is that right? Yeah, I was on the the Ross team at UVA. Who Ross for two years? Who what? I, just my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm retired now. You're I'm retired. You <laughs> do you miss it? Do you miss? Do you miss dancing? Uh, I mean, I guess the first year, like when I was freshly grad, I was like, man, I'm. It was so, it's like you're reminiscing. You're like, oh, I could go back. Mm-hmm. I miss it. But like now it's like, I think I'm like fully out of that like space. I'm just like, keep in touch here and there. Cause I still know some people from when I was there. But right. I, other than that, I don't like, like think about dancing anymore like that. Yeah. But those mm-hmm. two, it was definitely a, a good experience. And it was something I'm like really happy that I ended up doing. Cause I, not a lot of people like decide to just like pick it up like mm-hmm. halfway through college. Yeah. Especially someone who has never danced before. Like I, bro, and I was like 18, you you couldn't pay me to tell you what beats are. <laughs> <laughs> no knowledge. So so to just go in that YOLO mind, I was, it yeah. was uh, something. 
definitely a good decision. I got looking back on it. What were the, what were like the hours like each week, like practice and stuff? Was it intense? Mm. Uh, I guess the base, it was like, we had practice like three times a week mm. from like nine to like 12. Yeah. And then the week of the comp, there'd be like an extra day, but it does sound like a lot, but once you're in that zone, like you, it right. does make you like a much better, like spacing out your schedule and like timing mm. it. Like you're like much more focused on the hours that you have. You're like, Oh, I can't just dig can't around here. And have, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I know I got like three more hours later. You're like, I just gotta do it right now. So it does help in that regard. True. Mm. And the exercise definitely helps. It co- it counteracts all the other college lifestyle for sure. <laughs> all the other <laughs> like states you may have been in during your time in college. Oh, oh, exactly. Like <laughs> I, the ungodly food that <laughs> covered, like the, that we were eating. But then, like Dude, nothing, like nothing can protect you from the amount of cookout trays we ate while we were in college. <laughs> I, I, even exercise no, can't gonna, fix that, bro. I'm not even gonna cap like. My third year, I was probably averaging like two to three a week. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it was it was straight degenerate. It was just, and the it was always like because I would always go like post practice or like mm. late night on the same days. Yep. So it was always the same yep. cashier, and she would in the beginning she was like new, so she was like friendly, and then after like a month, she was like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> what are you? Guys <laughs> I could just tell she. <laughs> <laughs> she was like order no please just order all right cool that's it so you could yeah. tell if she was she had enough that's one of the things i miss about the south like because obviously we ain't got cookout up here but you know i think good for my my body that i don't eat cookout as much anymore but holy oh, shit bro yeah. getting cookout at like 2 a.m bro it just it hits a completely uh-huh. different part of your body it's just <laughs> some sort of aura changing meal I feel like it awakens a different part of your brain. Like, you know how they say, like, you play the violin, mm. your brain is wired different. That's how mm. I feel when I'm eating that tray. Yeah. <laughs> something else is working. And it is a workout to try and drink the milkshakes, though. I think that that is something you can justify. <laughs> it's not even well, It's not even a milkshake, bro. It's a it's tub of ice cream. I definitely can't do that anymore, bro. If I had cooking yeah. right now. We're too old now. Cardiac that, would, arrest. that would hurt. I think my body would disintegrate slowly. <laughs> I guess uh, getting back to dance real quick. I guess we didn't really explain what what is Ross like. What kind of dance oh, style yeah. is that for the people that aren't as educated or brown? Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. Christian. So I guess at its <laughs> at its form, Ross is just like a fusion of like the just traditional dance style from Gujarat. You know that mm. also happens to be where Karkar is from, and then it's like You're- usually like a traditional form done in like festivals or you know especially during um, Navratri as is like in the November December mm. season, mm-hmm. and then it, here you take that and then like kind of fusion it up with like some modern beats in the back. So yeah, it's yeah. taking those, it's like taking that older, tr- slower down songs and making them more modernized, and then got you making more fast paced. So yeah, honestly, like that's the thing. Like fast pace is like the way I would describe. Whenever I watch it, because I just feel like a lot of fast pace mm-hmm. just jumping, bro. I feel like my knees would die after yeah. like a yeah. minute of that. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> that's crazy. It's definitely harsh on your knees and ankles. It's more like it's rather than dance. It's more like an aerobics. It's just a, mm. it's just like small sprints every thirty seconds that each song is changing. Yeah, so that's why I say like most people can like especially the guys who are not as coordinated at dance can pick it up because it's more of like. It's like an aerobics exercise rather than mm-hmm. like hip hop where you actually yeah. have to have some skill. <laughs> Fair. It's definitely 
gets your heart rate going and your stamina mm. up, though, True. for sure. I guess also recently, I don't know how to transition here, but uh, <laughs> me and Coco went to UVA recently, uh, and I was just wondering what you thought of that that trip. What like did it bring back memories of you being there like not so long ago, or are you like are you fully done with Sevo? You're never going back. Uh, it was fun. It was definitely fun. I think we got to like we got to loop in like a few things, like a few places we used to eat and a few places we used mm-hmm. to go out and stuff um, as a part of that trip. So that was really nice for me. Yeah. I think. Uh, before that, the last time I was in Charlottesville was like when I finished up my master's, um, right. cause I literally finished it up and then I had left the next day. So I hadn't been back there since December. Um, I wouldn't rule out going back. You know, I still think like a, a good part of me. Um, and I'd say like a lot of our friends still like lies in Seville, like where we all met mm-hmm. each other. Uh, I think some of our like best memories are still there, even though like, you know, it's like a little shitty town, like not much to do there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's still a lot of our memories lay there. So, um, I know we, we are the guys always talk about like doing like a little trip whenever, you know, everyone's kind of back in the area one time for a mm-hmm. weekend. Um, so I definitely be down to do that. Um, maybe, you know, I still got a few friends there who are, um, as I like to say, stuck in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, you know, going to see them here and there might still be an option, but outside of that, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to move on. Nothing hits yeah, like yeah. the city of New York and nothing, absolutely <laughs> nothing hits like the city of Chicago. Oh, Goat city. of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Stop. But yeah, I also wonder on this trip, we went to Torchies. I don't know if you, I mean, of course you remember that because mm. you're the one that was talking about all the time, but yes, sir. Um, well, I guess explain to Torchies what, like what the relevance of Torchies is to you, to the podcast. Oh, uh, that is probably, I mean, you know, I've, I, I'm kind of a foodie, so I, I love like trying new restaurants and stuff, but mm. even after all the places I've had, like in other cities, places in the U S whatever, uh, that place is the goat, like it cannot be beaten <laughs> goat food. Forget like that. It's just tacos or whatever, a little bit of queso, forget all of that goat food in America. <laughs> the fact that I can get something like that for like six, $7, it blows my mind. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like if I had, if I, if that was at Charlottesville, like Vinny mm. was saying, he's averaging two to three cookout trays a week, one year in college. Like I'd be averaging two to three tacos a day. If that was an option, <laughs> I would not be tired, dude. I would never get tired. It's not an option to be tired when you have food that good. Yeah. <laughs> and you are telling me about like how you like saw torches like in Texas when you were like growing up, right? Or like you like have a connection back there. Is that? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, like right before we left Austin, when we moved to Virginia, um, Torchy's used to be like a little food truck, um, directly, uh, south of Austin, um, mm. like directly south of the, the river next, right next to Austin downtown. So like, it was a really popular, like bussing, um, mm. taco truck spot. So we used to go there sometimes when we'd go out to the city and, and back then it was super well known, but you know, I never imagined it becoming like a fully blown like franchise. Now it's yeah. like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what it is. Like in the South, mm-hmm. everybody knows what it is. Um, you know, it, it, they're all the way up in here in Virginia now. And like, uh, my dad had a family friend who was like a corporate lawyer for them back then as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they first got started and then when they continued to get bigger, he recently retired, but it was really cool. Cause, um, uh, we get like free tacos sometimes when we'd go, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it it was like it like it was a pretty big part of like my I think my food history in Austin because we you know we used to eat out a lot um, back then and uh, tacos Tex Mex is you know my staple food so right, right. it was a big part of like my childhood in Austin uh, that and I think Chewy's too if any for mm-hmm. all those people who knows what Chewy's is Chewy's is also the goat but you know 
But yeah, funny you bring up Austin, Texas, uh, because we have a, someone that's been to Austin, Texas in the past like couple of days. Uh, yes, sir. Vinny, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about your experience there this past weekend? Yeah, so uh, in the summer, a couple of guys from uh, my year were trying to plan like a trip because we all haven't uh, seen like gone out on a trip in a while. Mm. So, and then Southwest also had like this promotion deal where they uh, were giving like really good deals on their flights mm. if you book like for that summer. So we're like, all right. and then none of us have been to Austin really. So we were like, I was like, all right, I'm down. Like Car Carl been hyping up Austin like. Like, it's the greatest city in the world. So I was like, let's see it. And as much as it pains me to admit this, but the food in Austin was incredible. I think, like, of all the cities I've been to so far, like, Austin, like, the food, I did not have, like, uh, like a meal where I was like, okay, it was, like, regular. It was like, all right. Mm. Everything was like, wow. That, that hit. So, like, we went to, uh, not Torchies, but, like, Velvet Taco, which is, like, another... Mm. They have one in Chicago. Popular too, right? place over there. Yeah, they have like very few locations. Um, they got like fusion, like Indian fusion tacos. There. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, think yeah. like it's mainly like regular like taco styles that you would have, but like they have like two fusion one, a couple fusion ones, and like mm. it's like chicken tikka tacos, and mm. then like they have a paneer one, and mm. those the chicken one was like the they had like some sauce yeah, yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i got that one in chicago <laughs> it was incredible Slap. yeah Slap. it was in, and you can also sub in sub the chicken for a paneer which and that's the move over just getting the funnier one trust mm. <laughs> that so that just we went there the first day and that just set the tone i was like is this what i'm in for for the rest and i like the one i would say like the thing i liked the most about it it was like they had so many parts like all over the town where they just had like a plot it was like like small parking lot kind, mm. and it would just be filled with like six to seven trucks of like, <laughs> like food trucks, and it'd be like they'd just be like located at the perfect spots. Like you know, if you like went out or like wh- wherever, and you're, and you're like, oh, I need something to eat, and it's just like right there, those food trucks, and you have mm. like six to seven options, and they're or like right next to like the hubs, I guess where a lot of people are. But mm. the service was quick. Nice. I really like that part of Austin. I mean, I was like, why don't most cities like yeah. have this? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and another cool thing, I guess, that I really liked, we went um, kayaking uh, through like the river that the, there's like this one river that's like in the heart of Austin. And then, like, mm-hmm. so, like, a, a big thing in Austin, like, they have like these bats, right? It's like these Mexican fruit tailed bats that like live in this bridge that's like in the mm-hmm. center of the city. Mm hmm. And it's like a huge tourist spot. So like a bunch of people like, and they always like leave their bridge, like the bridge to go like hunt for food every day at like the same time. So we had the kayak tour and that like ended with like watching the bats like fly out. (laughs) And that was, that was like really cool. I like the person that was doing the tours was like telling this, like this, like the facts about the bats. And I was like, it just sounded like bad and creative play where everything is like 99, 99. Like it did not make sense what he was saying. Like it was like, he was like 1.5 million bats in this bridge. They can fly up to like a hundred miles per hour. Holy they're shit. like, just, they're like just a little bigger than like your hand, but they're zooming. And it's like, they can fly like Damn. super high too. So I was like, what's going on right now? <laughs> Government drones. So, yeah, it was really cool to see. Yeah, it was drones, literally yeah. like drones, like a million drones just flying out. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was really cool. I, when I was seeing, I was like, I don't know how the OG 
ancestors of those bats decided this bridge was the the best place. The spot. But yeah. <laughs> they found it. True. I think that was like my favorite activity that we did. Mm, true. So yeah, definitely a good city. I I know like it's still really growing like really fast. So like probably the right. next time if we go in like a couple years, it's definitely gonna be different. Like the skyline, like mm. you can already tell there's something. I'm scared that like, these lots that, you're mentioning are gonna be taken over like sky rises and then there'll be no more space for these for these trucks, bro. It's just a staple. I think there's plenty of mm. space for the skylines. Fair. Karkar, have you noticed like how much it's changed like since you moved out of there like since you've been back i don't know how many times you've been back but yeah actually yeah a lot um i went uh quite a few times in like the last decade um mm-hmm. but i haven't been back since like 2018 2019 mm-hmm. um so that's why i'm actually really excited to go i'm trying to go back maybe you know at the end of this year on a trip um mm-hmm. over like you know the holidays or maybe um next spring when the weather's right. a little bit better yeah uh but yeah every time i go back like there's always like a whole like array of like new food spots that people know about um mm. there's always like a like especially the last few times i went back there was always like a like really brand new skyscraper hotel um mm. downtown new out a bunch of new outdoor activities practically every time i go like Hmm. There's this really popular area um, around Lake Travis. Um, it's called Mount Bunnell. Mm-hmm. Um, like that whole Mount Bunnell, Lake Travis area. Um, that's in it's in Western Austin, um, a little bit away from the city, but it's got great views of the city. Um, hmm. That whole area always like it's big for like taking a yacht out, taking like a speedboat or a skiff out oh, um, onto the lake uh, or onto the river just having like a nice day in the summer um out on the water but like every time i go back there's like a new there's always a new thing to add to that like people mm. like there's like now there's like mansions and stuff you can go see uh, right along Damn. the water they're like they're so sexy they're like on cliffs <laughs> on the side of um hills on the side of mountains and you overlook the whole river and the lake mm. um it's just like it's it's pretty amazing because when I was there as a kid, like none of that stuff really existed. Like even mm. downtown Austin, like there was like two skyscrapers when I was a kid. Um, it wasn't even like a real city. Like the half the city was UT Austin. Like there was nothing there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the best they had was like the food trucks and stuff. So mm. yeah, it's changed a lot. Changed a lot, a lot. You're gonna be shook. Oh, when he goes back. Yeah, yeah. Because it like the whole city like kind of like developed since like we were born yeah like the, mm. one of the drivers saying like the airport itself was built in like 90 like 7 so like yeah mm. it's gonna it's definitely rapid oh another thing but all the prices there are so fair i was i was shook <laughs> if you just go out oh or even yeah. like for food or anything oh, really? everything's just like you're like oh this makes sense and i'm like wow you and they all there's like all the streets that are there, like the two main streets, it's like Sixth Street and like there's Rainy Street where like a bunch of people go out at night and like everything there, like they all, there's like, it's just like restaurant, bar, restaurant, bar, restaurant, bar, <laughs> like continuously <laughs> through the whole street. And they all have, there's so many like to attract people to come. It's, they like have like so many deals too. Mm, so like restless. you can literally buy one, one there, one in New York is like equivalent to like four in Austin. Mm-hmm like yeah that's high. shout out two bucks shout out two bucks it's the goat <laughs> shout out austin shout out yeah. austin it's gonna have to be added to the list of cities speaking of list of cities oh, for sure. um oh kind of thought about this on the fly but Karkar, i don't know if people don't know loves to like gas up cities that he's just been to or has been to in the past <laughs> uh so of the, i just came up with five cities that like so recent in the, in the recent past Karkar has been to san francisco he's been mm-hmm, to chicago yeah. he's mm-hmm. been to new york of course, he's mm-hmm. been to DC, lives in here, and of course, he grew up in Austin. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, and Boston, I got, oh, Boston, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston, Boston. Yeah. I forgot about Boston. Yeah, 
So out of those six, can you give like a, a top three? Or you can rank all six if you want to, but just like a, rank, any, hey, any I could, I could rank all six of them. I'd say okay. um, number one for sure is it's tough. I, I think Austin and Chicago are kind of split for me. Mm. I would say Chicago, but Chicago is so trash in the winter. So <laughs> but if I had to, if I could split Chicago into like two seasons or two halves of the year, yeah. then summer Chicago, Goat City in America, um, <laughs> definitely the most fun. Uh, we'll just ignore that winter Chicago even exists. But I, I put off uh, Austin after that. Um, mm. I put I put SF after, mm. um, and then DC, and then Boston. What about, New York? about New York? Oh, I forgot about New York. <laughs> Supposedly the greatest city in the world. I put New York. I put New York above. Um, no, nah, I put New York above like DC and Boston. But I, I put it below like Austin, um, SF, yeah. and uh, Chicago. In New York below San Francisco. Yeah, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. This, it's it's all, a it's huge hot take. Can always about throw some hands, bro. Nah, but like yeah, I, I, when, I, you're, I, when I you're in about, when you're sorry uh, when you're in SF like when Canal came for my graduation like. He was compiling a list of why New York is better than San Francisco. <laughs> like this dude was that committed to it. I knew I knew SF was chalk for me. Like the moment I like got out of this building, I took a left to walk, and it was straight ninety degree incline. I was like, "This is not it. I'm not trying to pop my pop my Achilles just walking up the sidewalk." West Coast West Coast cities are just built different, like. There and yeah, like, Seattle, nice Seattle, the same kind of thing, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, bro, it's it's just crazy. Yeah, they, we weren't meant to live in. <laughs> now I'll say um, the reason I put New York below um, SF is like really because like it's a personal preference because I know a bunch of my friends like a bunch of my friends live in New York um, and none of them really seem to mind it, but I find like the city to be like pretty like off-putting because of how gross it is how nasty mm. it is like you don't get yeah. to like you know like i mean unless you're like a freaking millionaire you don't get to live in like some kind of like clean ass like condo yeah, yeah. or something like that's a, that's a dream if you're in new york right yeah so i feel like if you're not in that situation for me if i wasn't in that situation i would not be able to live in that city like I, my skin yeah. would be like crawling underneath um <laughs> i don't know I, i'm like an ocd mofo yeah, so yeah. like like I, for me, I, I can't do it. But I SF feel like feels so clean and like fresh, even though Ooh, the city I don't know just clean, a, bro. We got shit on the streets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think know. we just went to the. I, I think our trip was carefully curated by yeah. our hosts yeah. to uh, show the yeah. good ones. Yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely like less congested. I think you get you have yeah. more space to yourself. I would say for sure. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, SF just got too many dudes, bro. Too many dudes. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. I've I've, I've heard similar sentiments from other people in the area. Chris, how do you feel about Boston being so low? I mean, like, <laughs> there's a lot of problems with Boston. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there are there's a lot of like it's a tough city to live in because of the winter, because of the fucking roads. Like, <laughs> there's just so dog shit. Both the actual like com- composition of the roads, but also the fucking I don't know. They the fucking roads were made in like the 1600s, bro. So they're all just made for like wagons and bullshit like that. <laughs> Not made for cars. <laughs> so they're all like fucking turns in the middle of downtown. And like like you have to turn like 145 degrees just to turn actually left. It's just mm. so dumb. 
How about the inherent racism ingrained in the city? You want to comment on that? Yo, that's great. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's a major nah. plus. <laughs> I mean, like, there's, there, like, I think that there are parts of it that it's still like that to this day, which is kind of scary. Um, yeah. I think it's gotten a lot more progressive in the last, like, 40 years or so, but there are still parts of it where, you know, it's not just African-American and, like, non-white people. Is There used to be a huge racism with Irish people in Boston, too. And mm. Italians as well, so it's just a hateful city, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got uh, six Super Bowls to huh? Yeah, you know. <laughs> taking the good and the bad. Yeah. You know. That's pain. Yeah. It's pain. Yeah. The cannoli slaps. Never been to Boston. <laughs> it's a good I think it's a good city to visit like late summer, mm-hmm. early fall. Like I think it's a good city to visit. I think living here. I know personally from looking at places that live in near Boston, a single person apartment is like three racks a month. So there's no fucking shot that somebody is going to pay three racks to live in 400 square feet and then go outside in the middle of winter and see 25 inches of snow. So if you're doing all that shit, just chalk your life, bro. Chalk. <laughs> yeah, three racks. It's on that New York grind. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Dude. I was so surprised to hear about that. Yeah, no, it's unfathomable also because the the income tax in massachusetts is also ridiculous so there's mm. a lot of other factors to mm. it too but it's just a bunch of compounding bullshit is what i like to say well, speaking of property prices um oh yeah Cocker has been telling me about like how he views his life in 15 years and how he wants to be not working anymore and wants to get involved in real mm. estate you want to you want to talk a little more about that Cocker? tell us your thought process yes sir this. yes sir for all the people out there don't be working for anyone else, yo. Just use your job right now, save up, and then just buy some property. Trust. Mm. Trust. That should be everyone's goal in life. But luckily for the rest of us, whose goal it is, it's not everyone's goal. So we're about to eat the profits up. But eat the profits up for sure, dude. I'm hey, I'm I'm thankful that nobody wants to put in some extra effort and get into all that, bro. Because that's how you get rich. That's how you make yeah. a living, bro. Working a job is pain, man. Not that I don't love my job. Right. If you could call it a job, um, <laughs> based on how little I have to do, but you know, I I, I do love my job, but uh, nah, dude, it's it's all it's all a means to an end, and that end is real estate, bro. Hmm. Do you, are you talking about like f- house flipping or like I, like building a property up from like where it is right now, or like what do you mean exactly by like real estate investing and that sort of stuff? Uh, well, like most of us, like most you know, most of us, like average, um, like middle-class people like we have to go through um you know we've got to start with like flipping or wholesaling um or even you know even just like picking the place that you want to live when you let's say you move out from your family's home picking the Mm. place where you want to live to be like a cash flowing property like Mm. pick a duplex pick a triplex rent them out like cover your mortgage you got to start with that because you won't really be able to like unless you save every penny and you go penny pension mode like you won't be able to save enough to like afford a place um to buy it straight you know put money down and buy a place other other than where you're already living Mm -hmm. uh and paying for whether it be a rent or a mortgage so um yeah you gotta like it's really just finding like the really shitty houses and really shitty properties that nobody wants to touch those are the gold mines Mm-hmm. The only difference, the only like key point is like you want to find those gold mines in the good areas. Like, you want to find those mm-hmm. gold mines. Like, you know, I live in I live in like Haymarket, Virginia. Right. That's not it's like a really nice area, but it's like not near too much. It's pretty far from right. D.C., right. Uh, pretty far from Arlington. But like when I think about Haymarket, like it's now it's up and coming. A bunch of stuff is getting built here, mm-hmm. um, like nice stuff, quality stuff. 
I'm thinking like when I'm thinking about like this whole real estate grind, I'm thinking like, oh, let me like what what town is 25 minutes, 30 minutes away from here, like about 20 miles mm-hmm. from here uh, where people actually live right now. And there's some space they're, like right. there's some land or there's some shitty properties, old properties, you know, like the ones that are 30, 40, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. What properties are out there and how much can I get them for? Um, mm. Snap them up for it. Because even if, you know, even if you don't get something real nice, um, you're not able to wholesale or flip it. All you can do is just rent it for like some low, whatever, low rent payment a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't make it much. If you get the land in the right areas that are closer to these like bigger developing areas, eventually someone is going to come up, some commercial guy with a lot of money who could build a mm-hmm. big complex is going to come up and take your land. They're going to want your land and they're going to start building commercial plots um, mm-hmm. and commercial properties on that land. So it's, it's all about like, the thing is like, I'm, I'm like trying to get into investing and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I really realized is like stuff like stocks and crypto, um, it has value, but all that value is um, kind of based on luck. Mm. Real value in the real world is physical. It's not uh, It's yeah. not like digital. You know, I see all these people doing like NFTs and shit and freaking, what do you call it? Like I see people with digital homes, bro. Dude, please explain to me what a digital home is good for. And people are like losing their digital. I see things on Twitter saying people are losing their digital homes, getting them stolen. What does that even mean? Bro, he's like Club, Club Penguin Igloos, bro. What kind of homes are you building out here? Hey, <laughs> when, you're in, when you're in the metaverse, you need a place to stay, you know? Where else do you bro, stay in the metaverse? People, people robbing in the metaverse, bro? People robbing homes. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, going off that, they do say like, yeah, the real estate does have like the ROI is like yeah. the greatest of all like the other methods. It's just the barrier to entry is also like super high. Mm-hmm. So as you say, like most the general population are just going to be like, oh, let me, you know, work and do my hobbies and like relax. And like, so that's where like the passive part comes where it's just a lot easier to just yeah. say like, oh, hey, I'm just going to get get these index funds and then just contribute to my 401k and then mm. let and go from there so let's say but there are like options obviously like if you don't have a lot of people are not going to have like 300 bands to like drop a down payment right now yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so yeah. You, obviously there's like real estate like etfs there's like things like fundraise where you can mm. just like put like a portion of your um yeah it's like, like kind of like putting a portion into it like a yeah. fund and then they'll like kind of do the finding properties and like all that stuff for you and you get like a dividend off that so that's like the if you just want to be in that space, mm. if, you're, if you want to try any things instead of just like the regular like stocks and stuff, like those are like the easier I guess the best way is to cut the middleman out and just like get a group of like four people and like yeah. find it yourself yeah. and you might be able to mm. make more off the... Yeah. But you got to make sure everyone's committed, I guess, to that. Yeah, the most ideal is to like, yeah, be able to get like some kind of, even like a condo or a house or like whatever right. as early as possible. Yeah. And then even when you're like in your 30s, you you can just flip in and like get like a, a higher value place, which yeah. I guess is like what well, a lot of like, Hey, anyone listen to the podcast. If you want to do real estate, you know, anyone trying to get in on a condo or, uh, or you know, triplex, quadplex, eight unit. Yeah. Let hit me up, know. Let me know. <laughs> hit up car car. Hit up, hit up car car on socials. Yeah. Yeah. Hit him on socials. DM, we'll, we'll DMs are open for, for real estate inquiries only. Yeah. You got to say to <laughs> yes, them to hear, to hear social information though. We, we're not going to share that right Put now. Put them on the social. Um, hey, I'll put it on. Put it on the caption. Put it on the caption. Okay, we get. It will be on the. Yeah. Oh, it will be on the caption. Damn it. <laughs> Stay to the um, end anyway, though. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, no teasing. Yeah. So you're talking about the high risk uh, investments and plays that you. Last time you were on, 
um, you were heavy into sports betting. And we actually the the last the last title of that episode actually was uh, Robin the Hood based off of Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> so have you had any insane sports bets in the like? I guess it must have been like fourteen, a year and a half, sixteen now. months. Yeah, yeah, in that time frame, have you had? Have you stuck with sports betting, or have you, like you said, try to stick to the more like tangible forms of financial uh, investment? It- now we went Great to- question. <laughs> <laughs> He's evolved uh, to a I, different kind of tangible cards. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have uh, I, the the money making schemes have evolved. Vinny's right. So, <laughs> in terms of betting, um, I will say you know to all the avid betters out there, take advantage of uh, Bet Rivers statewide <laughs> sports books. They have a, they run a different sports book in every state that they operate in, and every state. That you make an account for with Bet Rivers will give you a match bonus that you can then arbitrage mm-hmm. using any of the other platforms. Arbitrage is the key, best way to make money in uh, sports <laughs> betting. Forget trying to just hit plays, bro. Ain't no one trying to score a touchdown for you to make 50 bucks, bro. Nobody gives a shit. All right. Arbitrage, baby, guaranteed returns. That's what's most important. Second, Forget sports bidding entirely. Blackjack is the goat. Blackjack is the goat. Oh my god! Blackjack, blackjack against your friends is the goat. Blackjack, you want to rob your friends, bro? Come on now. Hey man. Hey hey. We uh, the game's the uh, game. I won't drop names, but like uh, a friend of mine and I fleeced one of our other friends. Because we forced him to play with us until 6.30 a.m. after a night out. And this dude was just hungry to hungry to make up for his losses from oh, the first few set of hands. The poor yes. guy just down, you know, I don't even want to say how much he's down. Let's just, it's hundreds, many hundreds. Is it a healthy friendship though with, you, with him or? Yeah, absolutely. We're about to run <laughs> okay, it back one day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're right, gambling right. within the friend group. I feel like it's going to become toxic real quick. Nah. Okay. Nah. As long, hey, as long as as long as my friend uh, Tosh doesn't clean me out, I'm good. I won't be mad. <laughs> Vinny, what do you what do you think about all these uh these uh, very various ways of making money from the the man or your friends? Hey, the businessman himself, you know, if you want the most creative ways and the most painful ways to get. A few bucks, car cart, car cart definitely knows. That, oh, what that's supposed rivers, to be? You know, that's kind of sucks. <laughs> do keep in mind the bet rivers is not a guaranteed for an exponential amount of time. You know, it's a one-time thing per state that you go to. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Hey, thank you, thank oh, you. Yeah, disclaimer. Big, big disclaimer, big disclaimer. It, it, it'll pay for your weekend trips, though. You know, just take a little trip out to all the states that bet rivers runs in, and just pay for that trip while you're there. Free trip. <laughs> I mean, sports betting is only going to get bigger and bigger as more states you know, mm. legalize it. It's a huge market. Um, it's still legal in California. I think so, yeah. But, but I think the best way is to, you know, just have like, I know like the more experienced people, I guess, will have that unit system where, mm. you know, they have I did like a designated amount of dollars that they put for right. each bet that they place so that they can track how while they're doing or yeah. how many mm. units they're up or down. So yeah. making it like a more systematic method will, you know, help you control your gains or losses <laughs> where, so you don't end up in a rabbit hole, which is like <laughs> the easiest thing that happens to everyone, especially like happens to me like us as well. Yeah. Where you're just putting random, random money on random things because of random feelings that you get. And you're just like, <laughs> I'm feeling this one. I'm feeling like this one's going to do well today. I think, I think Jamar is going to get two touchdowns today. Yeah. 
Bro, the prop bets, I think, when you do sports betting are the fucking worst thing you can do. Because I feel like, <laughs> like, unless you actually, like, have a, re- like, a, some sort of, like, method right. to it, prop bets, bro, if you spend, like, oh, I bet $20 that this dude's going to rush for in between 30 and 45 yards in the second quarter, then you're just a psychopath. Because, <laughs> right. like, the, the odds yeah, of that all those crazy things just, you see. Yeah, like the crazy posts that you'll see on like on Twitter where you're just like, yeah, this dude's gonna throw a pass behind my back and oh, <laughs> to tight end for a touchdown, and he's like, yo, I hit this. I was like, well, you just want to throw away a thousand dollars? But yeah, I think yeah for props, definitely like good. There's like a lot of these people on like Twitter or like online that like do it for like a living so hmm. i think the safest way is just to like follow them if you actually want to do it yeah and then if you want to make your own plays you know just put a put money that you're willing to lose so right i think that's, that's probably the best i think that's the most important thing is that you have to understand that like the majority of the time when it comes to betting like you're gonna lose so you have to like be okay with that going into it yeah the house always wins yeah well, the house always wins here because we also make our own financial income. So we're going to take an ad. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. I didn't think we mentioned this before, but we're all avid sports fans. I guess it kind of falls mm. to the betting stuff talk. But um, some uh, football is coming back soon. It's going to be mm. starting in a couple of weeks. And uh, on this podcast right now, we have two Commanders fans. We have mm. surprisingly a Texans fan, former Giants fan. Mm. Mm. Um, and we also have, unfortunately, a Patriots fan. Um, <laughs> absolute scum of the earth. Um, but yeah, going into the season, what do you, what do you guys think for the season? Like any bold predictions? Any like feeling for your team? What do you, what are you guys thinking? I'll let Vinny take this one first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bold prediction. Well, I haven't really thought about it, but from players, maybe I think um, Trevor Lawrence. Or yeah, Trevor Lawrence is. Uh, is going to take a bigger leap this year from his rookie season to um, sophomore year. I don't know about the team, but I think he's up for uh, a much better sophomore run. Um, yep. I think the team's going to do well. They, they got rid of Urban Meyer, so that's the big one. And Doug Peterson, Doug though. Peterson knows how to run an offense, you know. So hmm. the Jags and the Lions are going to surprise some people. I'm solely basing okay. the Lions off hard knocks because every time I see hard knocks... <laughs> You, I get pumped. Them. Yeah, fair. Yeah, but coming to the Commanders, uh, that's a whole different story. You know, <laughs> like I, I went to some of their, uh, I went to like a couple of their training camp practices just because, like, it's like ten minutes from. Mm, yeah. Uh, but like the one thing I noticed is like every time I see the Lions, like, like on the hard knocks, hard knocks, they're like hitting people. And it's like physical. Huh? Like, and over here they're just like walking and stretching. This is like I've not seen one like hit all. All like summer it looks like, but I think there is a lot of potential um, for them this year with like Carson coming into the fold. Like I, he's probably the best quarterback that we've had in like since Kirk Cousins, um, with a surprising like a decent amount of weapons. Like I would say like with Terry and Johan that they just got drafted and that dude does not drop a single catch like. I think he's going to surprise some people, uh, get some respect on his name. I know like the community and like the fan base itself was not too happy when he was first drafted, mm-hmm. but I think he's changing a lot of attitudes over there. So with him and uh, Curtis hopefully being healthy, I think it's a good offense. That the has biggest on Curtis, I mean, we, you know, if he stays healthy, I mean, we 
with Heineke, who has like a noodle arm last year and a hard schedule, <laughs> we still managed to get like, you know, in that mid dub range of like seven to eight. So yeah. like with a much easier schedule this time around and a better overall team, like as long as Wentz isn't fumbling like eight times, <laughs> I think they can squeak it out to a playoff. Hopefully that's my prediction for them. Horn tried to convince me earlier today they were going to win the division. No, I was fucking around to be fair. But yeah, it's also because I can't I stand. I can't stand the Cowboys and the Eagles, and I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I don't yeah. really care about the Giants I mean, that much. But I just, hey man, no one saw us winning the division two years ago, and we did that. So right, I mean, who knows? What I would be more confident if the defense kind of starts showing up. That's like, what I'm saying, third, man. Dude, third, oh, dude, I, you don't understand. Third, I was so defense. depressed last year, man, because I was like, from the get go, the defense never stepped up, and they just never stepped up for the rest of the season. Bro, I was That's depressed just, for you. I think the first four weeks you had like 500 yards a game given up or something. Yeah. Yeah, dude, when we almost lost to the Giants at home, I was ready to. I mean, every time I won that game, bullshit. Because they, yeah, they I was at, I was at that game last year, that atrocious Giants game. Yeah, I've never seen like two teams try to lose on <laughs> like, <laughs> like the I was sitting next to like Giants people like in front of us, and we were like going at it the whole game, and we were up. I I remember we were up by like three or whatever. Heineke's like literally right in front of us, and he throws that pick, and I was yeah, yeah, yeah. like shook. I was like. Mind you, we only needed to, like, get three yards and the game was over. And then he threw a pick and then they score. And then, like, they missed a field goal. We get the ball back and it's just, like, back and forth. I was, like, so lost. Yeah, I mean, if they fix their third down defense, hopefully they have a chance to win the division. But even, like, this preseason, like, Mahomes, I saw some stat where it was, like, he had, like, 150 yards. Like, they had, like, 95 yards in, like, the first quarter just on third down. It was, like, something crazy like that. <laughs> I mean, it is my home robot. But like, yeah. But still. All right, Cocker, tell us about these Texans. Hey, man, speaking of 95 yards on a third down, bro, I don't know if we'll be getting 95 yards in the game total. <laughs> uh, uh, passing or rushing. I, yeah, you, yeah. Got, you, got the, uh, wait, you still got the Stanford go leading the line? Hey, Davis Mills, if, you're, if mm. you ever listen to this man, Davis Mills, listen, you're the answer, bro. You're the answer. <laughs> I believe in you. I just want to say that, bro. I'm going to have you on my fantasy team this year, at least one of them. I don't care that I'll waste a There's pick no on that, way you put him on your fantasy team. There's no way you that's waste my, a bench spot for Davis Mills. <laughs> that's my backup. That's my backup. I'll waste a bench spot for him. There's in one no league. I'll figure out a league I can afford to do that in. <laughs> um, nah, but. You got Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks. That's all you need. And Pierce, hey, the running back. Hey. Damian Pierce is the actual answer, though. That guy is going to take us some places. He's he's going to be the reason we go a solid six and eleven this season. I'm telling you, man. That that whoa, dude is looking whoa. nice. Six and eleven. Yes, sir. Six and eleven. I, I'm telling That's you, we dope. can do it. We can do it. Bold. Yeah, okay. Okay. I like it. Trust. Bold. Trust. Trust. All right. And also, I mean, Brandon Cooks. Than what... Elite. Mm, I do. I do. Brandon Cooks is a little underrated. I feel like. Yeah. He said. Yeah. He's been tossed around so much the last, like, seven years. Yeah. I saw a stat on Next Gen Stats a couple of weeks ago. Brandon Cooks with Davis Mills had, like, top three <laughs> uh, completion percentage and, and like, top five uh, yardage uh, in the NFL from last yeah. season, from when Davis Mills was healthy. Uh, so, you know, if they can just have yeah, that connection. connection again, it's over, baby. It's over. B-Tech, Josh Allen, Stephon Davis yeah. connection. We take it though. Wait, was Brandon Cooks on yeah, the Rams team or was the Patriots team on the Super Bowl? Or was he on either team? I think he was on our team when we lost. 
Against the Eagles? Yeah. He made it on the team when we beat the I was just one Rams. I just mentioned there were like five teams in the last like five years. Yeah. Brandon Cooks was on your bench the whole season last year. And he had yes, like a sir. top six year. Top eight. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty depressing. I could never start him because I had Evans, Chase, and uh who else? I had, I had uh, one other guy, but I, I started Brandon Cooks one time and he gave me a solid five points. So, you know, you know how that goes. <laughs> you know, I get it started again. All right. Last but not least, how about, how about them Patriots? Christian, what are you, what are you thinking? I mean, like, season? I'm thinking we can get 10 wins, but I don't know if that's enough to get us in the playoffs. In your division? Or wins? Your division? Wow. No, just because, like, the AFC, think about the AFC now, like, the AFC West has got, like, like, Four potential playoff teams, and then they've yeah, seen. There's no way they can get four within. No, 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 I'm not saying they will, but like they're all like good yeah, teams, yeah, and so yeah. they will beat each other up a bit. But they're, they're still all good teams. And the AFC North, like those are all disregarding like whatever the fuck's going on in Cleveland. Like, those are all <laughs> kind of like playoff caliber teams. And then you just kind of have the division winners from the AFC South, and then the Bills, who, who are like 95% going to win the division. And then the Dolphins and the Patriots. The so Dolphins. That, hey, don't. Like, hey, to don't make the sleep playoffs, on the I Dolphins, mean. man. They got a good roster. Don't sleep on the yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, like the Dolphins are like. Yeah, but they've always team. like had a decent roster, and then they just kind of fuck it yeah, up. Yeah, but now they I have a. I mean, a better. Roster. I think I think it's going to be tough to, to like get integrate Tyreek Hill into an offense like that with a quarterback like that personally. But I think if McDaniel does what he wants then i think he could turn them into like a really good offense mm-hmm. um i just think their defense will suffer now the floors isn't there that's what i think um but yeah i think we can go like 10 and 7 it's just i don't know if that's good enough to make the wild card so i, I think mac will struggle a little bit more this year with more tape on him like i still think like in the better, long run like he'll be better for it but i think that he's gonna take more risks and so, therefore, he'll, he might have a worse year, like numerically. Yeah. So, he'll actually be allowed to throw the ball this time. I don't know. Like, he can throw the ball. It's just nobody fucking let him throw the ball. Yeah, that's the opposite, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yes. He had, some of those play calls were, act, were a little too disrespectful last year. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other than the game, like, obviously, there's the game where he threw the ball, like, three times in the fucking blizzard. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's been a problem even when Brady was here. Where Josh McDaniels would call like the same fucking run play three times in a row and it didn't work any single fucking time. So if it didn't work the first or the second time, why'd you call it on third down when it's like third and 12? It's just so, he would just, no wonder James White retired early, bro. He probably got beat to shit because he ran the same fucking play <laughs> three times in a row. That's anyway. relatable. Anyway. Hey. Hey, feed Ramondre. Feed Ramondre. Yo, he, I'm gonna he, have him on my team this year. No, me too. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a big piece. Workhorse. Him, he might be a third down back, and then Stevenson, and then unfortunately Taquan Thornton got hurt, which sucks because he was looking really good. Um, but and and they just released my my boy Dalton Keene, which pissed me off. He went to Tech. He never fucking did anything. He was like a fifth round <laughs> pick or something. But that was like two years ago. But. Yeah, so it's a it'll be it'll be a transition year, especially with a new. I can't even say we have offensive coordinator. We just have two offensive dumbasses. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows what the fuck's going on? I saw that the what's his name 
the defensive coordinator was calling some plays in the preseason for the offense. There's actually oh no my. fucking offensive coordinator. Like, there's, there's... Yeah, they're just experimenting. There's Joe Judge and Matt Patricia Tony are Judge. both splitting offensive play calling. And Joe Judge is a failed coach of the Giants, who used to be our special teams coach. And Matt Patricia is our former defensive head coach or defensive coordinator who was a failed coach at the Lions. So, yeah, why don't we just make them call Failed is an understatement, honestly. He was fucking atrocious at the Detroit Lions, bro. He was so bad. Yeah. He brought, like, three or four of our defensive players in there that year. They won, like, three games. It's so stupid. But, yeah, because I think Bill's son is going to be, like, the defensive coordinator. Maybe Gerard Mayo. I'm not sure, like, who the actual, like, DC is. But maybe if they failed at those special teams and defensive jobs, maybe they'll be good at offense. Who the fuck knows, man? Like, I just, uh, just let Mac do what he wants, you know, and see what happens. <laughs> So a lot of a lot of interesting storylines this year. Yeah, like so many players like that are good switched. Like that usually doesn't happen. Like Tyreek Hill, Russell Wilson, mm. Devontae. Russell yeah. Wilson's washed, bro. Wilson's yeah. washed. Like yeah, like Devontae going through. Yeah, like so many players in different situations. They don't know what to expect, really. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of um, a lot of muddled like backfields right now. A lot of mm. like pretty strong uh, wide receiver cores mixed in with like some of the shittiest wide receiver cores I've seen on any teams <laughs> in, in years. But we'll see how it plays out. Mm. But I think it's only right that I talk on my my second team that I've kind of picked up in the last two years. Second team, bro. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hot Set. take, but also I guess I'm moving to the area, so we allow it. But um, okay. I've been really. No, no, the Chargers. I've been, I've been really a big fan of the Chargers since Herbert oh. got in there. Um, it's hard, it's hard as a meme because uh, a former guest of the podcast, Millen, uh, one of my good friends, it was the big Chargers fan. I don't, he doesn't even watch football anymore. But yeah, how can you be a big Chargers fan? He doesn't watch football. No, no, he used to, he used to. Like growing oh, okay. up, he was a Chargers fan. I was like, I never like heard of people being a Chargers fan. So then, like, we just meme yeah. like, oh, like bolt up, uh, um. But then, like, I was, like, low-key following them because, like, puck it. And then, like, Philip Rivers retired, and then or, or he left, and then uh, Justin Herbert came in. Mm. And then, like, I was really following that season uh, where I think they finished, like, 11-something. And yeah. they, they, they lost the Patriots. They, yeah, they got fucked by yeah. you guys. Yeah. In the divisional round, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they won the wild card against yeah, we must have the Steelers or something. I can't yeah, remember. That was, yeah, that was the year we did. And that was, like... Probably like four or five years ago. So I've been following yeah. him for a bit now. Uh, yeah. But I think I think this might be the year, man. I feel like, I mean, I don't know if Darren James has confirmed comeback, but I think they pretty much worked that out. Uh, and There's like, something's going to happen to them. Like, I know I said the whole AFC West like is good teams, but they just always seem to fuck it up. Yeah, they do. And I think I like Brandon Staley was way too. Like, I think he was ambitious at the beginning. It was paying out, and, like, people were hyping up. They're like, oh, oh shit, Brandon Staley, like, going for the fourth down all the time. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. But then, like, it started not working, and the media, the media switched up so quick on him. They called yeah. him an idiot. Uh, I think hopefully he finds a balance this year. But I have high hopes for them. I think I think they're going to go far, hopefully. Um, oh, yeah. Herbert keeps improving. That fucking monster. Yeah, I, mean, I like, growing up, like, because when I used to play Madden, like, a lot, like, LT, like, all, LT, yeah. those Early two thousands Chargers, like I loved like watching them play, like Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates, LT, like so, like yeah, they were always a team that I would like root for on the side. Like hopefully they win, but like the Chargers 
they always find it's like bad teams find insane ways to lose. You know? Dude, what was like, it? That's, that's like, the only way I can describe the Chargers. It was like one of those seasons where like they were like first on offense, first yeah. on defense, but like thirty second yeah. on special teams, and then they like <laughs> didn't make the playoffs yeah. or something. <laughs> I remember seeing a stat like. Well, didn't that. they lose on yeah. like a kick? Like the they didn't go to the like playoffs. Four times. They yeah, didn't go I to think. the playoffs like against like, like the, they and the Raiders. Like the Raiders got the spot because oh they, this like, season. Yeah, this season. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. They just Dude, fucked was, up like they went for it on like fourth down or something. Yeah. yeah, they always find ways to just lose like that. Dude, I that thought they were gonna go for the like tie, man. Three field goals. Dude, that was yeah. that was ice so, cold like, from the Raiders geez. coach. I thought they were gonna. I thought they're just gonna. I thought they agreed on a tie, like, but they didn't say it out loud. <laughs> you know, that's collusion. But I thought they agreed on it, and then Raiders just fucking. <laughs> they fucking bro. Yeah, fine. I'm hoping like that Herbert's the guy can like his talent can is greater than the Chargers curse. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm hopefully. hoping. I mean, their team can be like really good if they got German James uh, with Bosa, and they got and they yeah, Bosa needs to show up. Bosa, Bosa kind of slack, slack last from needs to show yeah. up. But yeah, the got, offense is they got loaded. Khalil now and Khalil too. Yeah, so it's all about those divisional games. Like whoever doesn't, whoever loses that random game, yeah, that's yeah. what it's going to come down to. All of this talk just for the Chargers to maybe make the AFC divisional and lose to the Bills. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> hey man, I'll take a divisional run. All right. So on the topic of the of the NFL, uh, Haran and I were talking earlier, and I and I found some hot takes uh, about the upcoming mm. NFL season. I want you guys to just get some reactions for them. And so the the first one that I found is like honestly one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky looks like an NFL franchise quarterback. Wait, they said that coming into the season? Yeah. Off what the fuck are they beating no. now? <laughs> well, they're going to be really disappointed when, He's Kenny, not even like, when, when, when Pickett is named starter in like three days. But by the time oh, this episode man. comes out, he'll probably won't even be the starter for their team. Yeah. Man, the Steelers, I'm so jealous of their franchise. Um, Such a class organization. Honestly, I don't even know how to comment on that. Like, that's some clown <laughs> shit. I guess is what I would say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hell. Ne- next one is that the Buffalo's defense is overrated. Mm. Mm. I mean, I if you base that. it off what we saw, I mean last okay, season. Okay, well, like, you, what the about, fuck like, was the that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, that that's just an anomaly game. I think that's just some crazy shit. That Dude, that's like, inexcusable though. Yeah, like I think they have a like a a big variance in like the home games versus like the away mm. games, just in terms because like the Bill Stadium is just like in like all this way in Buffalo is so cool. Like they're just so much more comfortable than the opposing teams, and they just have that confidence. Yeah, and like much more physical. Or if they just randomly just go to like L.A., it's just like you know they're a little taken aback by that. Mm. I would say overrated, but definitely not like. The game changer defense that's gonna, uh, I feel like they can be punished yeah. by a good quarterback. I mean, if they play DC, yeah, they're gonna just clink, clink, lock down. Is Trey White still there? Yeah, I think so. I read him. They have the other, the like bald guy. What's his name? I mean, don't they have Matt Ionatis now from DC? Oh, they do. I'm not sure. I don't know the other DB, but the one who's fucking balding, light skinned guy, I think. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, man. Okay, the next take is that Cordell Patterson is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Whoa, wait, where are you doing this? I need to, yeah, I need to find out who is saying these things. 
<laughs> These are the hottest takes I've ever heard, man. <laughs> but dude, this is a, a level five out of ten on this. On this, this is a level thing. five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Somewhere, Deion Sanders just had like a heart attack. Yeah, they, I think <laughs> Sanders had a heart attack. They're saying they're saying it more as like a special teamer than like an actual wide. Yeah, I see that, but he's a four. He's a four-time I mean, he all-pro. He's a special teamer. He's a four-time yeah, all-pro. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, I mean, he's been a while. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think it's kind of. I guess that's why this. Is I thought somewhere it was like Cordell Pat- Patterson will be remembered better than like I think Devin Hester or something was. Oh, yeah, I feel God. Like not, what a not, t- what a shitty take. Nah, Devin Hester at least has yeah. that moment in the Super Bowl. Like yeah. that's just like a a legendary and, like playoff moment. Yeah, I I remember that. Man, I'm I'll remember yeah, Jamal Agnew better guy. than I remember Cordell Patterson, bro. Just for that call. Hey, so people are just getting hyped because Cordero Patterson helped some fantasy teams out last year. That's, that's all. <laughs> yeah. And he can um, be in the Hall of Fame for most unexpected breakout players. That's for sure. I'll put him on that 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Devin. If Devin Hester is not going to go to the Hall of Fame, no kicker, no special teams mm. specialist is going to. Yeah. Okay. The next one is that Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL. I mean, I mean it's, not actually, a, it's, it's not a hot take, but. I, I feel like because the way like the Browns like was splitting the carries at least last season, like it's hard for me to say he's the best. Yeah, but like he's good. He's pretty good. I would yeah. say. I mean, I'd definitely take him. If we were in a if we were in like a vacuum and like he was getting like they're all like RB ones getting the bulk share of the carries, like talent, like yeah, he's definitely like top three in my opinion. But it's just like current situation, I probably not gonna beat out. Yeah. I think if you insert Nick Chubb onto the Dallas Cowboys a couple years ago, like three years ago, I think Nick Chubb is the fucking goat. The goat of football. <laughs> he's a, the goat of he's football. A pure <laughs> like, dude, what people don't realize is dudes are built these days different like than mm-hmm. the old people, like back in the 80s. If we had a goat counter, Car Car would have broke it. <laughs> 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 I mean, don't forget Saquon. I think Saquon's gonna have a huge bounce back. Yeah, you think so? I think so? it's between I think it's between Henry, um, Chubb, and oh shit, what's the dude? How about John I think Taylor? CMC is yeah, gonna. Jonathan I think CMC is gonna have the best year. Yeah, I think CMC is cursed. CMC is cursed. CMC is cursed. Nah, dude. I'm not touching. Third that time's the charm. Third nah, time's dude. the charm. Oh, I'm I'm taking him at two. Nah, okay, 100%. we'll we'll see we'll see you in week four when he's out for another seven weeks again. If he makes it to nah, week four, oh, man. that'll be crazy. I'll, I'll be happy for him, man. I hope he wins. Yeah, I'll be so happy. happy. He'll, He'll already have a thousand yards. He's healthy. He'll have a thousand, yeah, a thousand yards by week four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he's healthy, he's actually, he breaks fantasy. Like, it's, yeah. Dude, that's it's what I'm saying. Like, I, I picked doing. him first and like, I think two years ago. And he played like five weeks. But like those five weeks, he gave me like 20. Like even yeah, off the injury, he gave me 20. Straight up. <laughs> it's crazy. Cheat code. Yeah. I got two more. One is that the the Vikings are going to win the division. Uh, uh, I actually no, think I think no. it'll be tight. It's I think it'll be, be tight, a, but I don't think they will. It'll be a, the division will be very close. Mm. I think because I think the Lions are going to be more competitive than the years before. Packers huge question marks. Yeah, but you know I, I'm a Kirk Cousins Wait, how about, hater. How about the so, Bears? How about the Bears? <laughs> nah, man, don't even. <laughs> I I'm a firm no, man. Whenever Justin Fields breakouts the most. <laughs> Whenever you need him the most, he's gonna let you down. Kirk Cousins, that's all yeah, I got that is that is his mm. that is his I'm tagline. A, I'm gonna have but Packers he is, as a lock. He's the best yeah. stat patter though. He's the Packers best stat patter in the game. Mm. 
Who's Aaron Kirk Rogers Cousins is goat in fantasy. If you get him in those big time <laughs> games, one one p.m. Kirk Cousins is <laughs> is different, dude. This dude is a demon. How about NBC primetime Kirk Cousins, bro? I yeah, think you mean. Uh, I think you mean Jamarcus Russell. He's got like a top four receiver too. I think Justin Jefferson regresses. Oh, that, that that's fair. I think. That's a hot take. That is a hot take. That's a hot I think he just did so well that it's hard to keep I think up like he regresses just like he just won't get as many targets or he won't get as many catches. But I think he still has the talent. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Don't forget they're gonna throw more this year too. So I mean who knows? Yeah. Okay, the last one is the Broncos are winning the Super Bowl. I mean, never say never. Man, I don't know. Hell not, nah, I mean, dude. I'm on that Russell Wilson pack, bro. Nah. Fuck that guy, dude. He's trash now, dude. Yeah. He's washed. He's washed. Let's ride. I've seen hey, way too much. Ride, I've, seen, I've seen way too much Seattle in the last year. So yeah. he's done. He's done. But yeah, not. Th- I think Russell has things to prove because the last two years, you know, it's, it's like a repetitive story. Yeah. Starting off hot. And I think people won't really talking about it. Like, they won't blame it on him. They're blaming the situation. I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah all that, like, always, let, let yeah, Russ cook shit. Yeah. And he flipped, yeah, he flipped the narrative where it's like, I don't have a line, my defense, I don't have anyone, like, skilled position. So, like, yeah. now he's got it all, you know. He's yeah. got, like... Uh, he's married to CR, bro. How much can court. he fucking whine about, like, honestly? Let's <laughs> 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 rock. Like, just shut up. <laughs> that's a fair, that's a fair I take. will say, I think the Broncos are, um, I think the Broncos are going to be demons this year. Ooh. They're going to be nice. Yeah, they're taking I division. think they'll be nice. I think the only reason they aren't going to be a top four team, top five team in the AFC is because of how hard their division is. That's mm-hmm. the only reason. Okay, well, mm-hmm. they just so kind of who, who you got like winning that division. That division, I'll say, um, it's it's the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos. So I'll say um, probably <laughs> the Chiefs or the the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders. Wait, wait, where are the Chargers in this, bro? No, get, get out of here. You won the Raiders and the Chargers? Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Devontae's nah, the goal. Hell not. Nah. Hey, yo, I'm putting money on this right now. <laughs> hey, yo, have we, have <laughs> we learned? Go, <laughs> go invest in some real estate. <laughs> I'm going to deck myself out with Chargers gear when I get out to LA, man. I'll go yeah, to the home games. It. I'll be one of the few home supporters at the game. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't think those are called. Those aren't just. Those are home games, bro. Those are just games. Yeah. I really want to go to the, sofa, so uh, the stadium, though. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It's an incredible stadium. Yeah. We're going to get one like that coming to DC coming soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where? Yeah. In like 15 years. <laughs> You no, put out an ashtray, bro. Put it near, end, near your house. The lease ends in twenty. The lease ends in twenty twenty seven. Yeah, but they where are they going to put it, man? Why am I asking? You think they're going to put it in DC? Ashford, maybe. I, I mean, there's like there's like rumors saying like if they have like a good year this year, like it could be in like the DC. Like okay, so when they DC. don't, they don't. It's probably going to be in some remote. Dude, area. they should put it where RK used to be. Also, oh, RK is still yeah. up. I don't know if it's yeah. still up though. That would that's the ideal scenario, yeah. but. DC people are like, the team is trash, so we're not going to give it. <laughs> but then, so, sure. it'll, a lot, there's a lot riding on this year. Because mm. if they don't start like soon, they're not going to finish it by 2027. Then I have to re up on Landover, <laughs> the worst stadium in the league. Absolute garbage, bro. You go there, if you want to get injured, you go I, to that stadium, bro. I physically hate going to that stadium. There's nothing good about it. Yeah. I saw something where it was like, it's voted the worst stadium in the NFL, but it has like the most expensive food and drinks. Really? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, good. Yeah, it's like $15. 
Oh my wedding. god. Not no wonder Dan Snyder's bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just what he goes to the office too. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Stray at Dan Snyder. Yeah, we all go to Stray at Dan Snyder. Um, Get that guy out of the league. <laughs> the moment Dan Snyder, if, if he ever gets kicked out of the league, I will be the happiest person in the entire world I might go running up and down the street <laughs> Yo, that's my Super Bowl it's better that's than winning Super the Super Bowl, Bowl. That's yeah. My, yeah I, that's I just want Super I just want a clean organization man I don't want these fucking problems like imagine being Cleveland with all these problems you fucking listening Harsha fuck that organization <laughs> trash bro how could you condone Never mind. just go ahead I, I, let's not stick on this let's not massage this topic <laughs> to death <laughs> mm. Yeah, a clever sorry. use of massage. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah, going from a misogynist in Dan Snyder to uh, another massage connoisseur. Yeah, but yeah. Before we close out the podcast, um, we must note. I think it was talked about before, but Carker is a a TV show slash movie fiend. I don't think. Mm. I mean, I feel like this man watches a lot more TV than the regular person. He is the um, Netflix catalog. He is the Netflix catalog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, is there anything coming out or you're watching right now that you want to shout out to the viewers that you want to hype up? I know like you're excited for the Lord of the Rings show, the new Game of Thrones, but yeah. Um, I would takes. say this fall will be very exciting. Yeah, Lord of the Rings for sure. Mm. Um, House of the Dragons already out there. So mm. um, I definitely recommend that first episode was really lit. Um, other than that, there's a bunch of, I think, Disney, like Marvel, Star Wars mm. stuff coming up in the next like four to six months. Mm. Um, I would I would keep an eye out on all of that content. Um, other than that, though, I think the only good stuff is going to be movies. Mm. Like shows wise, like there's some really, really good ones this fall. But um, it's not like last year where there were like a ton of like decent ones like popping out all the time. Mm. Movies wise. Avatar, that movie's going to be the greatest of this decade. <laughs> Dude, I'm so yeah. excited for that movie, man. I am so excited. I think, I yeah. think, uh, you know, Goat. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw Free Goat together. Free Goat. When, we when, we when we were watching, uh, when we were watching Thor, like, they played, they played the trailer, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like we were in Dolby, like, like Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyson's, and like it just kept popping up the images that me and Cargo were just like in awe. We were just like, dude, just like, I was like, yo, where did James Cameron find these aliens, bro? He didn't find these. <laughs> he didn't have these actors do CGI. He literally found them. They're, that's what we were saying. Dude, that trailer it, it was so clean, like bro. The music was so mm. like serene, too. I don't know. Something about it really hit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy got, James Cameron got big ass balls to like bet on yeah. this movie to make like three more or two more after this one, I guess. Like, yeah. Considering that people will still care about Avatar. But I hope, I hope it does well. Oh, I, for sure. I think it will. Yeah. Um, but yeah. My only plug for TV. Is the is severance on Apple Apple TV? You got Apple TV? It's, you don't. It's not like uh, I don't got it, but I heard about it, and then I you know then you can always find <laughs> hey, some other you sources. Know, you know, yeah, find everybody knows. Beeflix the go. Beeflix is the go. Everyone knows. Hey, Beeflix to Beeflix go. Bro, Carcar put me on to Beeflix, bro. I've never paid for a fucking thing in my life since then in any capacity. Beeflix MVP. I got I got Beeflix Uber Eats, bro. I got Beeflix everything. <laughs> yeah that show was one of the best that i've seen like in a while like i was so hooked on that show mm. and, i mean the basic premise is like there's like this super 
rich like company they developed like this uh, procedure that kind of like once you go through it it kind of like splits your uh like persona in two so like mm. they split it to your like work self and like your regular day-to-day self mm. outside of the work so like the moment you walk into like their facility it's just like you don't remember anything that you were outside of work mm. so like from your work perspective it's just like that's all you know you're just right all you remember is just work 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 this is walk getting down the elevator and then getting back on yeah so I, that, that's like the premise and it's like what kind of shady things are people doing it's like what happens when people start to piece together like that the company is up to you know certain malicious yeah. things yeah one of our <laughs> other co-hosts tarun he, he really recommended that show i, th- I think a yeah. few months back mm-hmm. he was really into it he really enjoyed it all right. it's a really yeah. creative concept honestly yeah yeah it's the concept is really cool the writing and acting is just was just incredible mm. yeah i don't know if i would do that if it existed in real life but real quick before we end i just wanted uh you you mentioned like marvel and uh star wars shows i haven't seen the star wars shows yet but just for those i guess you two have seen it um like quickly like which like between the marvel and the star wars shows which one have performed better in your your opinion i mean i guess for star wars recently there's only been like obi-wan and then, like, a while back, like, last year, they had, like, a follow-up to Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the TV show, like... I mean, you can also so, like, the Mandalorian and everything if you wanted to there, too. Oh, with the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah, With the Mandalorian. Ooh. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, if it's Mandalorian, I don't think it's close, like... Yeah. Because all agree. the Marvel shows, wow. like, have been, like... They're, like, serviceable. They're, like, entertaining to watch, but, like, none of them, like, lived up to, like, what they could be, mm-hmm. in yeah. my opinion. I feel but, like they were never consistent. Like there would be like a couple episodes that were really yeah. good, and then it just kind of right. ta- it always tails off towards the end where you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. yeah. I mean, it just satisfies. Like I'll just watch anything, so it's like, oh, that was like a fun watch. Like yeah. I enjoy it, but it's nothing like I'm like I'm so thankful that exists. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ma- Ma- Mandalorian season two. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> For all the Star Wars people, you know, that's like the only good content that we got in like years. Yeah, I think the new Andor show is going to be really good. Uh, I will say for Marvel, saw the first episode of She-Hulk. I, I had to I had to think about canceling my Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> it was that bad. Uh, I was actually pretty interested. I thought it was going to be like good maybe, but... They, they really ruined it right off the bat. First episode, garbage. I thought uh, the CGI looked better than the trailer made it to be, though. But oh, they like, definitely took some fan criticism before they published that. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I think that's a tough character to do on a TV show if they're not gonna give the proper budget to it. But I haven't seen it yet. But we'll see. The character itself. Is I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay cool, so though. far. But we'll see. How it, it's, it's probably gonna be the same as. I'm just I'm just ready to see same. Daredevil. Um, that's what like, I'm excited for. Yeah. As long as I'm really watching. I think the the fu- I think the future is there. I'll, it's like the things they're planning are like so big in scale that there's mm. going to be like a whole bunch of content which is going to be like set up, which right. is what we're in right now. Yeah. But I think the future stuff will be like a lot more up to normal. Yeah, I think for me, I've been let down by the Disney Plus shows because I don't think they've touched like, in my opinion, Daredevil season one, season three, or like peak, mm. like Marvel, like uh, superhero shows, and I feel like the Disney Plus haven't gone to that level yet. And I don't know if it's because mm. of the tone they're taking and like how did like Marvel, like MCU's mm-hmm. has since become like, oh, it's just like throwing some like quick comedy that doesn't really right. hit anymore. And, right. Like, it's, I, I think they know. just need to like. They gotta embrace the characters they have. I mean, some of them aren't meant to be yeah, like exactly. funny. That's fine. Commit to that. But mm-hmm. like, if right. they make Daredevil like into that, I'll be kind of sad, given what we already seen in the Netflix mm-hmm. shows. But like, yeah, I think they need like a 
clear direction saying like this is your character like and don't always have to make things like six episodes i feel like they get stuck yeah. in like we got to do this and be funny and have this because we're mcu rather yeah. than being like it's this character we want to tell this story because yeah like, yeah i mean yeah most characters do have like dark storylines and like lighter tones but like sometimes maybe they can explore with the other ones so yeah, exactly. hopefully yeah We'll I'm looking that. forward I'm to for the, the new season of Ted Lasso, which I think is still was going oh, to be yeah. what, in the oh, fall. Of course, or hopefully, I'm yeah. so I think, sad I think it's, it's ending. I think it's going to be in the yeah. fall. Yeah, yeah. So I got to rewatch season two because I'm forget. What Ned is that his name? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, insane that transition. Traitor. That character arc. He would became Mourinho by the end with the gray hair, man. You <laughs> know Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, they would create Jose Mourinho. It's crazy. I mean, season two was since like took yeah. a turn for me i was it got so emotional yeah yeah like, why are you trying to get me weak yeah wait it stopped being light it started getting really like sad yeah, yeah. panic attacks i thought what the hell's going on i thought it was gonna be like a lighthearted, like oh like oh this is just a bunch of like an american uh-huh. idiot blah 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 but it was actually like a very well-crafted show from like all aspects pretty, i was pretty pretty surprised yeah the character arcs that they have for all of them are like pretty thought yeah. out and the acting is just spectacular it's really good yeah they could have kept it going but had to end it i'm lucky yeah Speaking of ending it, <laughs> oh damn! Jay, you're just feeding into my transitions. Uh, oh, I think perfect. We've, we've uh, exhausted our, our time here today, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. we want to thank the both of you for coming back on. Um, Kalkar, I know you you gave a plug before, but do you want to <laughs> say actually share your socials this time and just plug whatever you want? Any messages to the world? Uh, let's see. <laughs> what are my socials? <laughs> hit me up on. Uh, Hit me up on Facebook. You can definitely find me here. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Uh, hey, now, now there's something you don't hear every day. Hit me yeah, up. Hey, he's playing Facebook, Twitter. LinkedIn. Twitter everything. is probably the best low key, but uh, yeah, LinkedIn, if you're serious about real estate, for real. <laughs> but all the goofy, you know, all the goofy shit, um, anything else. Fair enough. Vinny, you got anything that you want to plug or lasting remarks, as they say? Just that it's been fun hanging out and talking with y'all. Um, of course thanks for having me on but of course maybe we'll run it back sometime of course we're down very down yeah I we'll, 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 we'll maybe we'll get it back at the end of the season we can look back on mm. our reactions <laughs> to some of these hot <laughs> takes <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to when the broncos actually sure. win it all i guess yeah they all look like it, on those yeah, yeah. don't tempt me i'll put some money down on it <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh no. then it definitely ain't going anywhere no 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 uh, but yeah, if you guys enjoy what you heard, uh, these guys is their Instagrams and socials, whatever they'll be on our on our Instagram at an interesting discussion over there. You can catch all of our guest posts. You can see a bunch of teasers, quotes, all sorts of different kinds of content. Um, you can catch us on wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, an interesting discussion. You got YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, LinkedIn, the uh, <laughs> Telegrams. <laughs> um everywhere you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fantasy football <laughs> you can see catch us over there you got all sorts of different ways to get in contact with us uh but yeah that is gonna wrap it up uh, for this episode of summer sessions we hope you all enjoyed and we will catch y'all next week all right bye guys bye Peace. Peace.